Welcome to this episode of Under 30 podcast brought to you by the EU Council of Europe Youth Partnership. The new ticket is out, uh, ticket number 15 on participatory youth policy. The training kits, tickets are publications for trainers, facilitators, educators, working with young people. They are easy to use, they are very practical, they are thematic educational material, designed for training and facilitating learning with groups of young people. My name is Darius Drzemny and in this episode we are talking about this new publication with Tanya Basarab from the Youth Partnership, Aisha Hajibegovic, who is one of the authors of the ticket, and Miriam Teumar, one of the contributors to the ticket. So let's start. Today we are discussing the, the newest publication of the partnership, which is the next ticket. So it's the ticket number 15. So there are already 15 publications. Tickets are very popular uh, publications of the youth partnership. They are popular because they are very practical. They are introducing the topic and they are also very practical in terms of providing guidance and also even practical activities that can be used with different stakeholders, whoever is using the ticket. So ticket number 15 on participatory youth policy. Why this ticket, Tanya, in the partnership on youth policy? So youth policy has been a topic, one of the three areas that the partnership has been working on, which is common between the partner institutions. Uh, They approach it uh, differently. And for many years, the partnership was mostly supporting with knowledge gathering. So through the European Knowledge Center for Youth Policy, with pair members, researchers, we were doing analysis. We had published a first manual on developing a youth policy strategy. And then we published a second manual from a European perspective, how to develop youth policy, which kind of moved from linear to cyclical approaches to youth policy and introduced um, several of the most debated aspects of youth policy in uh, European contexts. And for several years, the partnership ran uh, a couple of rounds of a project called uh, Shaping Youth Policy in Practice. And through that project, usually five or six countries were setting up and trying very concrete uh, implementation of youth policy actions, plans, and then they would meet again at the end and evaluate how that went. So it was really trying to share the knowledge and to help people uh, adapt it into practice. All of this is also organized and uh, structured in the Essentials of Youth Policy MOOC. So there were all these different approaches. But when we developed the new Youth Policy Manual, we realized it becomes very complex and we needed to help people to have some hands-on guidance and templates to try educational activities on this topic. And this was the idea that the ticket, in fact, helps people implement what is in the manual in very practical approaches. Thank you, Tanya. So practical manual, yeah, as I said before, tickets are usually very practical. This topic is, is very new in terms of tickets, and it's not very new in terms of what you are doing in the partnership. But yeah, usually youth policy and youth organizations, especially the smaller youth organizations, sometimes 
they might be very afraid of, of tackling the issue of youth policy. No? They sometimes distance themselves a little bit from, from youth policy. This ticket is on participatory youth policy. Can we explain what is this actually, this participatory youth policy, just to start our discussion? It's basically what we were attempting to do in distinguishing why youth policies are, um, let's say, different than any other public policy. From one side, you can argue that it's public policy as, as any, but actually there is this difference in, in by nature of youth participation in it and being it in the heart of how the policy should be shaped. And that's what we were trying also to put in the in the heart of the ticket in a sense of uh, making sure that every um, aspect, every step of public policy making, but then also of implementation and monitoring and evaluation of the public policy is somehow coupled with the principles of youth participation and with the principles of what has been a mantra in the youth sector of, you know, nothing about us without us said by young people. And for that, you definitely cannot leave it uh, to the young people uh, on their own to figure out how to work out the policy context, because it can be very uh, complex and very confusing, even for youth workers, I would say. Uh, and then that's the idea why the educational aspect of how to understand the policies, how to uh, understand principles of policy making, how to figure out what could be the vision of you know what you want to change with the policy, how to uh, engage with different actors in the policy field, and then also how to monitor and evaluate it and have your voice present everywhere uh, would make sense for the educational activities, being it in youth work or non-formal education or elsewhere for young people and those working with young people. Thanks, Aisha. Miriam, you are a policy maker. Uh, you contributed to the ticket. It's really important that young people are involved in youth policy uh, development and also implementation. So at every step, the ticket is a training kit. It's about training people. Do you think policymakers could be trained with this ticket? And if yes, on what and, and how? Thank you for inviting me. Um, yes, uh, I think this ticket is the beginning. I see it as the beginning of how we can educate people and engaging people in the learning process of how um, to develop policy. I mean, both the policymakers and the young people. I mean, many times we think that it's very easy to develop policy and also implement policy. It's uh, because we think that uh, it's something that comes just naturally. But uh, in a way, we felt that... Uh, you need an education on how to develop policy and how to implement it. So if we look at the exercises of uh, the ticket, uh, it's a way on how to introduce both young people and administrators uh, into the policy cycle, into um, ways on how to start thinking on how to, to develop policy. We always complain that uh, um, young people... Uh, are not so participative sometimes. I mean that not all young people are interested in policy making, and and it's true not all the young people are interested in in policy making. But and there is there is also a step. Some sometimes it's not because they're interested, but sometimes it's because they don't have the confidence 
to do this. So educating them into how they should participate, educating them into what are the elements of youth policy and what their contribution is, is very important. So the idea over here is to educate to participate. I mean, it's not just to participate, but I'm educating you on how you, you should participate. Thank you, Mira. And probably also motivate young people as well. I mean, motivation comes from uh, getting self-confidence and, and also education, especially on the complex issue like, like youth policy. So maybe let's start with talking about what's inside. What can we find there? How supportive this material can be to different stakeholders? I think the ticket is massive. <laughs> Not to say that it's scary, no, but this huge resource really has the potential of supporting engagement of young people and I would say uh, all those working with young people and supporting young people engagement because it provides several entry points. No? And with that, what, what I mean is that there are five sections in the ticket and each of the sections is kind of thematically rounded. And each of the section has not just the educational activities there that are proposed, but kind of theoretical input that is necessary to understand that section. And I mean, this is also in something that is very much summarized. No, There are still links to resources where you could learn more and get more in-depth understanding or get more information about a specific topic. But, you know, it provides enough for an educator to understand the area in which the activity then could be realized. And these five sections, if you allow me, I think it's worth sharing what they are, because they are kind of following the public policy cycles in general, but then with this specific seasoning of what makes it participatory there. No? And then the first se se section is about understanding youth policy. And then the second one looks more into the principles of policymaking. And I would say the third one, which is kind of in the middle, you would say, and some people would argue this is where we need to start, is the one on visioning what kind of change we want to bring in with youth policy. But actually, we thought if you look at this sequencing, it needs to be in the middle because you need first to understand what Miriam was referring to before. You need to first understand what we are talking about, what is the, the whole um, ecosystem of the public policies before we can see then what, what could be the role of youth policy and what could be the, what we could engage with changing. So that's three, no? understanding the public policy principles and then visioning of the change. And the fourth one was more about looking even more into details, looking into the uh, ecosystem and identifying or mapping, how we, we call the section, who are the actors and how to engage with them. And this is what we are also finding that's crucial, or you know, I keep saying that every of these sections is crucial, but this is also one of the very important elements of how then you can make any engagement of young people actually worthwhile because they're engaging with the right actors or spending their, their energy discussing or bringing the issues to them. And final section, or the fifth one, is on monitoring and evaluation, which again, in its own, is very important one, because even if we create the greatest uh, youth policy, if its implementation is not monitored by participation of young people, and if it's not evaluated with the experiences and voices of young people, again, you know, we could miss a lot. So with these five sections, I mean, there are 32 activities, again, really huge resource. But I would say that those activities are built in such a way that they could be created 
recreated or you know implemented in a solely educational environment but i think what this ticket is bringing kind of as a step further is that those activities could be supportive also in the educational environment that could result in actual youth participation in youth policy making which is really making this additional step and a kind of additional effort of supporting young people to actually then participate so that we don't let's say finish with this was educational purpose this was simulation this was exercise and now let's leave it to what might come next but actually those activities are designed for youth workers or educators who are looking to support young people to actually engage with some policy processes being it at local or, to, or european level that they, they could do it by using those activities maybe just one more uh, feature that i think it's interesting there is that we are proposing with different activities of course as in uh, different uh, tickets before this one different variations and kind of you know what to to look at and what to be sensitive about and attentive about but then we are proposing which of those activities is kind of connected or what could be the next step with some other activity in that or the, on, on or one of the other sections in the, in in this uh, uh, five section ticket that i was explaining so it really provides let's say um, a, even a path if you want of navigation from wherever you start with the ticket you don't need to start linearly but from where, wherever you start what the, what are the needs of the young people who are there as the learners you could kind of be directed or find some of the pointers where to continue with or what could be the next step to offer to the young people as learners there and i think that's supportive to the educational design for this topic which you know one could argue is complex and not necessarily something that as you were saying at the beginning not necessarily something that's coming so naturally to a lot of us in the field but it should be that's <laughs> that's my opinion I think this is the issue that a lot of youth organizations are faced with, that uh, they would like to do that, that they would like to make young people aware of the impact of youth policy, or they would like to even involve young people in policy making, but they don't know how. Dealing with the resistance, also debunking a lot of myths about youth policy, that is actually nothing, that it doesn't have impact on our lives and so on. And I think that's important to devise this kind of path on what is the entry point for young people to actually understand the value of participation in policy making and where it will lead us, what we are going to end up with. Okay, it's a very big resource, that's true. It's a huge book. I can imagine if you are a youth worker and you are already quite knowledgeable about the youth policy making and also the landscape of youth, youth policy in Europe, then you may look at the activities actually, how they can support you in your work as the youth worker or educator to actually introduce it to the young people and get them involved. But yeah, but there are a lot of other organizations that would like to do it and they maybe don't have so much experience. Do they have to read the whole manual to actually get started and uh, get prepared? How do you actually involve youth organizations and how do you make sure that they are involved or how you convince them that this is a good tool they can use to introduce this uh, and support the participation of young people? If, if I can attempt to answer first, <laughs> let's say again, let's repeat again, it's not scary. It's a big, rich potential of resources there. And I would say, I mean, it really depends on the personal style of any educator you know, or anyone who engages with young people. There are youth workers and educators who, you know, read from 
beginning to the end any manual that is there and then decide what's important for them and how to adapt it to the youth groups that they are working with. And then there are those who are just looking for specific activity for this specific thing and, you know, by, by keyword searching, finding their way. I would recommend for this ticket to really discuss it with young people. In the nature of participatory policy making, I think that's the only way to go about it, to really discuss with young people and clarify what they want to learn, what they want to explore, what they want to engage with, with an emphasis also what they want to engage with, because then from there, there is this entry point in the ticket that could be taken as a first. I would recommend, I mean, this is what we were discussing as authors of the ticket of, you know, how to make it more um, useful to anyone who is in, in engaging with these texts and with these educational activities. And we decided against having a big theoretical chunk at the beginning and then activities somewhere, you know, towards the end, because then you really skip the opportunity to easily find this connection between theoretical and educational practical application of that theory. So that's why each section is starting with this short theoretical input, which is few pages, and it shouldn't be too much to read and kind of get the idea. And even through this, let's say, theoretical part, there is reference to, you know, if if there is a, a, a little theory describing, for instance, a, a principle of policy making that, that is uh, talking about inclusiveness, then there is immediately at the end of that little paragraph uh, a reference to which activity actually is tackling that principle and could be helpful if you want to discuss this with the, with the youth group. You know, so in 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 that sense, I would say that there was attempt to make it connected. Not that there is connection between theoretical discussion and then practical educational activity. And with that said, maybe just to say, I mean, the main focus is on young people and youth organizations, of course, but I would also encourage everyone to look at it as a resource that could be used by youth organizations to engage in discussions with uh, policymakers or to engage in discussions with, you know, other actors in the field, because every activity has this possibility that the groups or, you know, learners that are engaging with it is not necessarily just young people, but it could be multi-stakeholder groups, which again is bringing an additional value when different opinions and different discussions, different experiences are being shared in the learners group and kind of being discussed and people get, getting awareness of it. And I think in that way, Tiki is really offering multiple choices of how could it be used and how could it be useful with the end idea of, of or the, the resulting idea of really supporting more youth engagement in shaping youth policies. Thank you for this. Okay, this is a resource. We already said that it can be used by many people, by many stakeholders, just to make sure that young people are involved in, in policy making. But how this manual can support the implementation and development of youth policy on different levels? Because I can understand that it can be used on national level, local level, young people can create local youth policies, or on European level, if you are an international organization, not necessarily national as well. So how this manual can actually contribute to youth policy implementation and development? In reality, when when look at the ticket, I mean, first of all, it's true, it's a big ticket, but it's written in a very simple language. Let's start off with this. And many times when we look even at the previous publications that we have, as Tanya was explaining at the beginning, this is made in a more simple way. 
So for those who are really starting off, and it's not only the young people, I mean, there are administrators, there are sometimes um, politicians uh, and uh, stakeholders who are involved uh, in policymaking and, and are still new. And I think that this ticket would be a, a good read, especially the first uh, um, two chapters, like I mean, of course, on how to use the ticket, and then the second chapter is a good read um, to make you understand what youth policy is all about, why are we doing it, and, and, and what's happening um, at, at a European level, which you, in a, in a way, can ad adopt if you're using it at regional, national or local level. So, so in a way, I suggest that this would be your first attempt to try and understand youth policy. And in a way, as I was saying, and since it's going to be your first attempt, it allows you to understand what youth policy is about and also um, gives you an idea on how you can continue increasing your competencies, like reading further and doing other things, uh, you know, informing yourself. The next level then is, can I continue learning about it? Uh, and the fact that we believe in the developmental aspect of young people, you know, I see this as a way on how to develop the skills of young people and also those who are not young, I mean, through the educational activities, uh, um, to increase their competence and develop their knowledge on how to start developing policy. Or if I end up in a place where youth policy has already been developed, but I'm in, in, in the place where I have to start implementing uh, the policy, I can also go through some educational process to start implementing it. So, so this is the way I see um, this uh, ticket can be used. Uh, and I see it as the first simple way to start using it. Uh. Maybe I can add a few points. We've had for many years the Have Your Say manual, which was based on the Charter for Participation of Young People in Local and Regional Life. At European level, the Council of Europe has its statutory bodies and co-management. The EU is, is running regularly these very large consultations through the EU Youth Dialogue. But in the ticket, we wanted to help even those consultative structures that might exist at local level, youth councils, to give them some support for practical activities, practical initiatives they might want to do. So it's not always when we talk about youth policy, we don't mean that there has to be a document designed in this very classical way with uh, two rounds of research and consultation and participation and input, and then we have a document. But it's rather to say, okay, so in my community, we want to improve the free time spaces for young people. Let me look in here and see what we can do together. So I find that the authors, we had quite a good input first through, through a wide expert group, but the authors have really worked very, very hard at designing these very concrete activities that are 
immediately explained as both Aisha and uh, Miriam were talking about this conceptual and activity are connected in this ticket always. And uh, they even co-opted uh, experts who wrote activities that involve a digital aspect, a digital dimension. So trying to really think of designing activities or adapting what used to be activities in uh, offline mode to do it in an interactive mode where young people feel comfortable and more confident to engage. So I think that's really an added value of the way this ticket has shaped. And uh, from the experience of the participating countries in shaping youth policy and practice, it's always surprising to see that the most obvious is the most challenging sometimes. For example, even setting up these mixed expertise delegations. When you say, please bring youth organizations, policymakers, researchers, and experts from other fields, and that is even another dimension that this cross-sectoral or bringing this youth perspective to other fields, it's something that is growing as in interest at European level, but it's a challenge for local level even. Who do I involve and how do I convince them that the value of what I try to do with the young people is important. So we hope that this ticket also helps people gain this competence and this confidence to be able to run these processes with some good outcome, with some purpose. In a way, to continue on what Tanya is saying, I see this ticket even to be used in... In, in a youth club, you know, I mean, youth policy is not just European, at European level or at national level or, you know, it's something. But I might also need, want to do a policy uh, in my youth club. And there are some activities uh, and there which I can do with young people first to engage them to participate uh, and then develop uh, a policy for our youth club. I mean, we always think that youth policy is something huge or something to be done at national or, or European level. But in a way, if we really want the young people to start participating and interesting themselves in policy, which is beyond their community, it has to start within the community first. And this is a way, using this ticket, is a way on how to start engaging um, young people in policy at, at a very grassroots level, and which then can move on, a few of them can move on and um, to involve themselves and participate at other levels outside their community. Thank you. I think that now it's very clear that this can be used basically by everybody who is interested in developing policy, youth policy, or policies related to young people, like you said, Miriam, even in the youth club or in the youth organization, not only on the big level. But we all also know that the success of any publication actually depends on how we are going to reach people with it. People need to be maybe sometimes trained even how to use the publication, what to do with it. It also depends on how it's promoted and who is addressed with it and, and so on. Tanya, what the partnership is going to do to make people aware that this publication exists and it's a valuable resource they can use in actually implementing or developing policy, a youth policy and thinking about even 
from the youth club perspective, even going us on the bigger level, you know, sometimes young people want to be involved, but as we said several times in this episode, they don't know how. So what the partnership is planning to do? You already mentioned the MOOC on youth policy. What else is planned? Maybe just to clarify that uh, the processes of the layout and the visual design for the ticket was parallel to the update of the content of the MOOC on Youth Policy Essentials. And we, of course, used this as an occasion to transfer uh, quite a lot of the, the activities and actions developed for the ticket into the design of the MOOC. The MOOC remains a broad outreach and very generic outreach channel, but Apart from podcasts, we will have to see also with the authors how we could maybe record a few very short videos about its purpose. So continue to use the audiovisual dimension. We are still finalizing some illustrations, some posters that try to organize some parts of the manual on youth policy. So that is something that will help to disseminate the ticket as well. And we are proposing to run dissemination, at least one concrete dissemination activity, also as part of the Shaping Youth Policy in Practice in the next biennial program. And there will be many occasions where we will have meetings with practitioners on the ground. And for all those meetings, we hope that we will have a space to introduce the ticket Actually, I think that this particular ticket, there has been a call for such a tool for a long time. Of course, we will disseminate it through the statutory bodies, so the youth organizations and the government representatives. And we have a few networks of practitioners connected to us on the implementation of the youth work agenda. And of course, this is part of youth policy implementation and we hope also to do the outreach through our partners um, because we have a network of partners that also reaches out to other groups. Thank you all for being here today in our podcast. The new ticket on participatory youth policy is available for download now from the partnership website and you will find the link to it in the notes to this episode. Thanks again. Thank you.